0: So, we're in the fifth and final week of our message series that we've been calling Catholic Atheist. In case you're joining us for the first time, for this season of Lent, we've been talking about this idea of Catholic atheism. It's how we profess belief in God, but then by our thoughts and actions, show that we don't always trust God or act as if he exists. Today, we're going to close the gap on all of the ideas that we've talked about so far. At the start of this series, we discussed how we believe in God, but sometimes doubt God's love for us or feel that God isn't always on our side. In week two, we spoke about how we believe in God, but don't always trust in the power of prayer. In week three, very fittingly, we talked about worry and said that worry ends when faith in God begins. Last week, we spoke about how we profess belief in God, but don't always know God on a personal level or have an intimate connection with him. Today, we look at the final subtopic in this series, and perhaps the very key to overcoming our tendencies toward Catholic atheism. We believe in God, but we don't believe we can change. We don't believe we can change. We play the victim, thinking we have no freedom and that any of our shortcomings as a disciple are just who we are. We rationalize why we can't change based on past experiences. I made this resolution in January to eat healthy, but I still have the same size jeans, and I still put away the same half gallon of ice cream every night. I can't change. There is an element of truth in recognizing that certain things about our personality might not change very much. But here's where we get it wrong. We lump in our sins, failures, and weaknesses of character in with the stable parts of our personality and then begin to believe that those sins, failures, and weaknesses of character are just who we are. We look at our temper or our inability to forgive and say, well, that's just who I am. But that's not true. That's sin, living inside you and me. Another reason why we think we can't change is because other people have told us so, and we believe them. How sad is that? A life that is connected to Jesus, is one that brings about change. Think of Jesus as the ultimate agent of change. There is nothing that can't be overcome, broken, or changed by the power of Jesus Christ. Jesus promises to change our life, to help us to become the person God has created us to be. We all need change because there's a version of your life that God envisions for you that is beyond your wildest hopes and dreams. You see, folks, we are all incomplete, which is why change and growth are a part of Christian life. Christianity holds a hope that one day we will all be the very best version of ourselves. So when we say we can't change, we give up on the hope and confidence that God is intimately involved in our lives. We shut the door to becoming the best version of ourselves, that version of our life that God envisions for us. As we are reminded in today's gospel, when we hear the story of the raising of Lazarus, life change requires a little bit of death. Jesus shows us how to die. Death to those parts of us that are not really you. We must die to self-destructive tendencies and be raised up to a better and new life. Jesus speaks with authority and commands Lazarus to come out of the tomb. My friends, if Jesus has the power to bring Lazarus back to life, a man who was dead for four days, imagine the power he has to change your life. To believe in Jesus and in his power is to believe That we can be changed. We have to cooperate with God and we have to come out of our tombs that we've created for ourselves. When we listen to God, we realize that we can absolutely be changed. So I have a question. What in your life have you given up on changing? What have you accepted as a dead part in your life, but in your heart, you want to change it, and you know that God wants to change it with you? You may know the answer immediately, or you may have to do some soul-searching on that one, but once we know what we need to change, there is a process of a few steps to help us reach that change that our God has been calling us towards. First, we must recognize that God isn't finished with us yet. Part of this is also acknowledging our faults and our weaknesses and thinking about how we change. Secondly, We need to invite God to help us die to the parts of ourselves that need change. Thirdly, we need to surround ourselves with people who will help us change. People who bring out the very best in us. People who help us to become the best version of ourselves. Perhaps, A church small group a Bible study a men's or a woman's group you know some people in our life are just poisonous and cutting them out or minimizing exposure to them is key to living a life of light in Christ lastly we need to trust in God's power To change us. We need to have the desire and openness to follow where God leads. But once we open our hearts and follow willingly, there's absolutely no limit to what God can do for us. I close today with a quote from the Prophet Joel and I want you always to remember this. Maybe write it down if it speaks to your heart. God can restore what is broken and change it to something amazing. All you need is faith.